from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan on a Friday. You just heard Dennis Cox producing Adam Gold's show, which means we have Graham Hill to round out the week. Mr. Donnelly. There he is, Graham Hill himself. You may say an interim producer. Can we throw interim on on there? I like that. Interim. All right, interim. Just like Chris Tabers, interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Which means he is interim responsible for Bryce Young. There's this thing I like to do on Fridays, heading into Panther games, which is set the expectation for Bryce Young. Right? I like to... No, hey, if this happens, I'm going to be happy. Hey, if this happens, I'm going to be upset. That way you can't move the goalposts once once the game starts. right? You can't say, if he throws two touchdowns, I'll be pleased. Then he throws two touchdowns, and you're like, well, I really want to get three. It's like, no, just set the goalposts. Say it on air. This is less tangible. This is what I want from Bryce Young with, with, with the interim head coach, with the new hierarchy in the offensive meeting room, with – Everything going on, this is what I want from Bryce Young. I want him to take ownership of everything moving forward for Carolina this season. Who is going to be back next year for the Panthers? Bryce Young. Who is not? Just about everybody else. Probably not the offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown. Probably not the interim head coach, Chris Tabers. Probably not the GM, Chris Fitter. Probably not most of the guys on the offensive line, at least not in their current positions. Some of them, maybe Icky moves to guard. Maybe Moten's still out there, but you get what I'm saying. Probably not many wide receivers that aren't named Adam Thielen or Jonathan Mingo. There's just a lot of not going to be here. So why would Bryce let anyone else keep taking charge? Why? They aren't a part of Carolina's long-term plans. So why would you worry about what they're thinking or feeling or wanting? You're the one that's going to be back next year. You're the non-lame duck. right? You're the one still invested. Take control. You know what? I, I, was, I, w- I was saying this about Chris Tabor, the interim head coach, Tabor's the interim head coach earlier this week, saying I want him to empower Bryce Young. I want him to say, we're giving Bryce Young all of the responsibility. If he wants to change a play at the line of scrimmage, we're giving him that right. I think I may have been looking at the wrong person. Do it anyway, Bryce. Oh, is Chris Tabers going to be mad at you? Who cares? You got to deal with Chris Tabers for like two more months. Then someone else is going to come in, and you're still going to be there. So do what you think is best. Is Chris, it's, what do we call a quarterback? The CEO of the franchise, the face of the franchise. Now, I don't don't know about you, but the CEOs I've interacted with over the years have, uh, have pretty much made the decisions for everybody else in the business, right? So unless you're getting direct mandates from, from David Tepper himself, Bryce Young, you are the next most important person in this franchise. So it's it's time to simply say, 
You know, it's what everybody gave credit to Frank Reich for, right? When when it was obvious the ship was on its way down, he took play calling back. He said, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down with me making the decisions. Bryce Young, grab the wheel. If anyone asks, I hit the iceberg. If, if anyone asks, I, I'm the one that had the wheel when we hit the iceberg. Right, and and I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. I'm not expecting Bryce Young to be some kind of uh, like offensive coordinator, head coach, quarterback hybrid. I'm just saying you can learn a lot more the more responsibility you put on your plate, the more mistakes you make, the more life you live. Because then, guess what can happen? The next coach is going to come in and say. All right, what were you guys doing last year? Here's what I was trying to do. Here's what I liked. Here's what I didn't like. Here's why I kept going to this play. Here's why I was checking to this. Bryce Young is not a novice. He's new to the NFL. He's not a novice. The guy started at quarterback for two years under Nick Saban. He played at some of the most demanding high schools in the country. He was uh, the quarterback guru coaches from a very young age. He he's he knows a little bit about football, and a little bit is the the sarcasm there. He knows a lot about football. He's kind of in a in a sweet spot for a, for a quarterback, and I know that how in the world is he in a sweet spot for a quarterback that are one one win a billion losses? His coach just got fired. How? He gets to do the thing that every quarterback kind of wants to do, which is whatever he wants, right? There's there's nobody, like it's substitute teacher time, right? It's time to have a little fun. It's time to take a couple chances. That's what I, I want. I want to see him, hey, I'm reading cover zero. Let's check to a deep ball. Air it out. Or, or let's check to a screen, or let's check to uh, something fun. Watch what I do with it. I need the scene. I don't know what it is about Graham. Every time he produces the show, I want to go full movie reference. We need the scene in, in Remember the Titans where Sunshine looks at his offensive lineman and tells him to let the big guy through. Well, you What? You don't want me to block him? Let him through. Then he throws it, and he ducks, and he does the whole little tabletop thing, flips the guy over. It's a whole part of the movie. Go see it. I need Bryce Young to just say, listen to me. I don't care what coach is saying. This is, this is what I want you to do. This is the protection I want you to run. This is the, the routes I want you to run. Draw it up in the dirt if you have to. Go old school. Uh, Mr. Official, can I see the football? So he can draw with his finger the route he wants. We used to do this at Alabama, and then, then show everybody. Go no huddle a couple of times. Go yeah. Go full like movie reference. Go full Jonathan Moxon, right? No huddles. Five wide receivers. Coaches. We don't need you in the second half. Stop overthinking it. it, it well, or or it's not stop overthinking it. It's just trust your own thinking. Take control. Grab it. You know by the metaphorical horns, if you will. It's your show. You're a professional quarterback. You were the number one overall pick. The the co- coach just got fired. Your quarterback's coach just got fired. Your running back's coach just got fired. Most of the other assistants will be fired by this time, by the beginning of next year. It literally cannot get any worse. At some point, it just has to go up, right? Or is that just a super, superstition or, to me? Or at least, you know, check off some things, right? That didn't work. <laughs> Won't do that again. Cross it off. Won't do that again. Cross it off. There's nobody there that means more to the franchise than you. Start acting like it. 
Let's hear from Mel Kuyper on what, how he thinks the Panthers should build around Bryce moving forward. I just go to the offensive line, Joe. This is a kid who is the smallest quarterback you'll ever see playing in the NFL at this level. I mean, we've had quarterbacks in that 5'10 and change range. Russell Wilson started that going, right? Uh, Doug Flutie back in the day. But to have a franchise quarterback be viewed as that at 5'10", 185 to 200, whatever, however it fluctuates during the course of the year, you better have – he can't survive these kind of hits on a week-to-week basis, and he has so far. Give him credit for that. But the offensive line is the pivotal part, and obviously weapons at wide receiver, but it all starts up front. It starts up front. They need wide receivers. They need coaches. They need offensive line. Everything he's saying they need means it's going to be different next year. There will be different people in those spots. You're going to be the one that is is still there, so you need to start acting like it. That's what I'm getting getting at. Be Bryce Young number one overall pick. Not Bryce, who is coached by anybody. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at the designery.com There's a point in time where I thought uh, maybe North Carolina might make the ACC championship game. Maybe Duke might make the ACC championship game. NC State never really got in the mix, but they're the one that ends up finishing closest to the ACC championship game. What could have been? What could have been? One win. One win against the team that's in it. Yeah, 13-10. Florida State has a chance to solidify their spot in the college football playoff, meaning one of the top four. Louisville has a chance to win their first ACC championship football ever. How about that? First of all, uh, I've been advocating Florida State, if you're undefeated, you get into the college football playoff. I've been saying it, I've been saying it, I've been saying it, and someone's listening. Here's Greg McElroy on that exact topic. They will be in the playoff because they're an undefeated Power 5 champ that played a Power 5 schedule. With a win against Louisville this weekend, that would give them three ranked wins, one of which against uh, against LSU in the non-conference, who the committee greatly respects. Uh, one against Louisville, who's currently ahead of Tennessee. That's one of the better wins for both Georgia and for Alabama. And one against Clemson, who's in the 25-ish range, kind of comparable to that of Tennessee, which also compares favorably. So one, they have the resume to back it up. And two, you cannot tell me, after what we witnessed 10 years ago with Ohio State and Cardale Jones, the quarterback is a sole indicator of future success in the playoffs. So I agree with Greg McElroy. And by the way, Greg McElroy is an Alabama quarterback, so uh, I think it, it carries a little bit of weight. First of all, let's get this out of the way for the ACC championship game. NC State fans, Wolfpack Nation, if you're listening, big, 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 big Florida State fans. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you want them to win. I'm talking about like, oh, you want them to smash Louisville. Three touchdowns plus going away which becomes more difficult when you hear uh, Tate Rodemacher, the, uh, the the quarterback for Florida State who stepped in for the injured Jordan Travis, is a game-time decision. 
Yeah. So you may get Brock Glenn, the third stringer, young quarterback who has about five attempts in his career. But I'm getting Ohio State flashbacks from their national championship a couple of years you ago. Think it's, uh, oh, who was the who's the third string? It was oh my goodness, he went on. He was drafted by the Bills. What's his name? Josh. Hel- no, I'm joking. Josh, you he had a big arm. Oh, that's gonna frustrate. I'll I'll figure it out during a commercial break. That is gonna. Why don't we Why don't we use this tool called it wasn't Google? Was it JT right Barrett? It wasn't Braxton Miller. It wasn't it, it who was he was the big guy? Cardale Jones. And I did not Google. It was Cardale Jones. Uh, I don't know, you just heard me get there. Cardale Jones. So, anyway, first of all, NC State fans, now that that won't ruin me by bouncing around in my brain for the rest of the segment, uh, NC State fans, big Florida State fans, in order for NC State, in order for the Wolfpack, in order for Dave Doran and Peyton Wilson and Brennan Armstrong to end up in the Orange Bowl, New Year's Six, Florida State has to beat Louisville so bad that Louisville drops five spots in the college football playoff rankings. They have to beat Louisville so bad that the rankers start looking at Louisville and go, ooh, how did they get up that high? In order for NC State to end up in the Orange Bowl, Florida State has to do disgusting things to Louisville. Second of all, you want the Orange Bowl, okay? You want the Orange Bowl, even if it's the Orange Bowl against Ohio State, right? I, I, I asked this question a few times. I wanted to see what everybody would say. I, I, you could go to the if, – if the options are the Pop-Tarts Bowl, but you have a better chance at winning 10 games, which would be a high-water mark in the Dave Doran era, or the Orange Bowl, but you're going to have to face Ohio State and the, the cards are stacked against you, you take the Orange Bowl – Every time. Although NC State has requested for the Pop-Tart Bowl. Unless they get the Orange Bowl. Uh, obviously, but it would be funny to see Dave Doran eat the first ever edible mascot or take a bite out of the first ever edible mascot. It's a nice consolation prize, but you want the Orange Bowl. If I'm somebody like Peyton Wilson, who, by the way, I think will play in either game, but I'm definitely playing in the Orange Bowl, i got to weigh the risk of playing in, in the, the Pop-Tart Bowl. Now let's look at the actual game. Outside of just the impact on the local teams, the actual game, the ACC is better and more healthy with what I'm calling a behemoth. Parity is what everyone says they want, but it's not actually the healthiest way to be a, be a conference, right? Parity might make the regular season more fun, more upsets, right? Every week you might be able to win. There's no dramatic steamroller mowing down the rest of the, the, the entire conference. I get it. But as soon as the postseason starts, you want a behemoth, right? You want a a flag carrier for your conference. Louisville winning their first ACC championship seems great, right? That's like parody, right? Another a new team getting to hoist the trophy. It's it's kind of cool. It's kind of new, but it would actually be an absolute catastrophe for the Atlantic Coast Conference. Because then Florida State has no shot of making the college football playoff. And then you're not getting the CFP money. You're not getting the CFP exposure. And you have a really, really angry Florida State who it might be more motivated to lawyer up and find a way out of the, the conference. Parity is fun during the year. I want 
you know, if, if there's 10 teams in my conference, and I'm, this goes generically for all conferences, if there's 10 teams in my conferences, I want nine teams that play wildly competitive games every time they play each other, and I want one jug juggernaut. And that juggernaut has to go try to win a national championship. Everybody else has to go entertain me every Saturday for an entire college football season. This year, the juggernaut, it's Florida State. And I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've, I've, I've rocked and rolled back and forth uh, with, with, gosh, I really don't like that program. I don't like how they, they, they are trying to light the ACC on fire from the inside. I, I don't like that they openly taunt the conference. I don't think it's healthy for anyone. But then I rolled to the other side, right? I, the, the pendulum swings back, and I'm like, go Seminoles. Can't carry the flag for the, the the conference. Hopefully you win a national championship. You turned heel. You, you, you got you got into the ring with NC or you got into the ring with North Carolina and rather than hand them the steel chair to hit across the head of Florida State, you you hit North Carolina in the back. Yeah, I you kind of had to. You have to hit everyone else in the, in the ACC in the back. The only way you get a representative in the college football playoff is if Florida State beats Louisville. Now, if it's a close win, you need to not only hope that they beat Louisville, but then that the uh, college football playoff committee has some unwritten rule that if you're an undefeated Power 5 conference champion, you make it into the, the, the top four. Because there's a world where if Texas smacks the heck out of Oklahoma State and Florida State squeaks by Louisville, there's going to be a lot of advocates for Texas to make it in over Florida State, including – but I was listening to a podcast the other day, Kirk Herbstreet. Kirk Herbstreet saying, I don't really care who's undefeated. I care who are the best teams. Probably because he has to call the games, and he's going, I don't want to call another blowout. There's a, been a bunch of them in the, the college football playoff era. So, so you really need Florida State to wipe the floor with Louisville and maybe with Florida State's third quarterback. What a storyline that would be. What a story. Brock Glenn to the rescue. And if you're saying who's Brock Glenn, exactly. He is the third-string quarterback for Florida State because their second stringer is a game-time decision, and Jordan Travis, their starter and the ACC player of the year, is done with an injury that he suffered a couple games ago. So NC State fans are rooting for Florida State because if they, they mollywop Louisville, the Wolfpack might end up in the Orange Bowl. Everybody else has to root for Florida State because if Florida State loses, there's zippy-dippy chance of the ACC having a, a college football playoff team, and I believe that would be the third straight year. Start sounding like you're the, the Big 12 or something. You don't want that to happen. Too much pride in the ACC. And, it, and, and listen, this is important, okay? I don't just go around championing the ACC because it's like, hey, uh, the, the Atlantic Coast Conference, it's our, our part of the country. It's because the schools that we cover, the schools that most of the fans are here in the triangle, the, the, the states, the Carolinas, the Dukes, the Wakes, they need to have their conference strong and healthy, and that includes all the way at the top competing against the best of the best. If you don't have that, everything crumbles underneath it slowly over time. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. 
Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.